Hello friends, I'm excited to actually have an episode because you don't have any idea how many times I've tried to make an episode but have failed. Like I I never ended up making one, it's kind of frustrating and I'm like, okay, I gotta finally try to make one. I'm gonna shoot, I can't even talk. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, hopefully, because I got some things I gotta get done, but it's just nice. It's nice to come back on here and talk to you guys. A lot has happened in this past month. Like, a lot. I would say it's probably the most difficult month I've had to go through. Not, I don't want to say that because there have been some other months that have been difficult, but, like, it was a tough month, okay? Like, I walked into the new year feeling extremely, like, anxious for this year because, there's just a lot of new things that I have coming my way this year that I didn't feel like I was mentally prepared for. And so that scared me. Um, so I guess I just didn't start the year with the best outlook, you could say. Um, and I just entered it with a lot of fear. And then on top of that, I got sick about a week into the new year. It wasn't too bad. Luckily, it only lasted for about a week, but it was like my last two weeks of break. It was just me being anxious, not feeling well, feeling in a rut, then getting sick, then having to recover quickly so I could start another semester of school. Um, And (laughs) so I was like, oof, that was enough as it was, right? Then I started a new class for this semester, and it's been so difficult, guys. It's been so time-consuming, very stressful, um, a lot of work, and I constantly feel like I'm not doing enough, and I have to do more for the class, and just really pushing myself. Um, and I think it's kind of difficult, because I still am waiting back, waiting to hear back about my grades, and it's kind of frustrating because you don't know how well you're doing. So it's like, okay, am I putting in too much work? Am I not putting in enough work? So that's another thing that's been stressing me out because I turned those in a few weeks ago. And well, one of them like a week ago, one of them like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. So I'm just kind of like, okay. And I just turned in another one. And I imagine like that one's not going to be graded for a while. So That's another thing that's kind of been stressing me out is like, okay, am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? That's a hard thing as it is, but on top of all the work that's involved in this class, it's been really tough. Um, And then I had to get ahead just this past week because, not this week, but the week before that, um, because we were out of town. So I was like all last week pretty much traveling and whatnot, which was a lot it's it's hard to travel when you just have so much to get done but I want to say we had a good experience traveling I was visiting a college and I was competing for scholarships so that was good so it's just kind of nice to have a lot of that done and out of the way but it was very 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 stressful week so like my last literally like my last few days of the new year were not the new year the last few days of last month were they were stressful um and my anxiety and depression just really kind of weighed me down on top of that and I think I was slowly starting to realize 
what I needed to do this month just like a day or two ago I was like I really need to prioritize taking care of myself this month and I and I haven't really been doing that since I said that I was going to yesterday but I'm learning I'm gonna slowly do it I'm, I'm learning guys but basically the reason why you haven't heard from me in a while is because I've been in quite a rut and it's been a struggle bus. I've spent a lot of nights because like I wake up feeling really unmotivated and I struggle to start getting the day going. And by the time I get the day going, I just I'm kind of like exhausted because I had to like do laundry and other stuff. And then after that, I'm like, oh, we have a ton of work, like, tons of homework and stuff that I have to do, and I'm answering emails and things, and scheduling stuff, and on top of studying, and then it's like, oh my gosh, it's midnight, and I probably should stop studying and go to bed, like, <laughs> that's kind of been what's happening, it's partly my fault, partly not, um, so I'm hoping to be a little bit more better about how I spend my time, and that's one of the reasons why I decided I was going to take a break from social media in addition to some other things too. I realized it wasn't doing a lot of good stuff for me. It was doing more harm than good personally at the moment. And I just, I feel like some people kind of judge me for, for constantly going on and going back on and going on and back on. Like I, that's just what I have to do. Like when it comes to certain things like that, like I can only take so much. It's like, I take it with a grain of salt and then I'm like, okay, I've had my share I need to stop so then I take a break and it's hard you know I keep kind of wanting to download it again but I know if I download it again it's going to make me feel more crappy and I'm like okay no we just we just gotta live we just gotta focus on you know you and your family and your you know your school and your activities like everything going on right now like just take a deep breath and just you know do it so even though it's it's hard and it sucks sometimes it's it is what it is man like it's hard it really is hard but i'm alive and i feel like god has helped me realize a lot and is helping me to grow and helping me to for, for, forgive and forget cuz there's a lot of things that i feel like i need healing from um so i'm working on that but most importantly, God's working on that. Um, and he's reminding me about what I need to work on constantly, which is good. Um, so I am very, very blessed to be healthy and alive. <laughs> For the most part, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not dying. So there is every reason to smile right now. I'm just joking with you guys. Um, so I guess let's just talk. Let's just talk about random stuff. Um, I think what I'm going to talk about is just like some things I've been doing recently. I already told you guys basically what has been going on in my life. That's basically it. But maybe I'll talk about some things that I'm excited about doing, um, some things I want to do more of, some topics I find really fun to talk about. I don't know. We'll just kind of go with it. Um, I've been listening, like, let's just talk about music. So I've been listening to a lot of, like, country music. And if you know me, country music is not something that I really enjoyed for the longest time. And it wasn't until a few months ago that I really was like, maybe I should give it a chance. So I did. 
and it's something I really love and my brother got into it like about a month or two ago and so it's kind of been bonding us and it's kind of funny because we're just turning into these really like I don't know country folk like we're not country people but like in a way we kind of are like I don't know how to describe it anyways my brother's like making sweet tea all the time he's trying to find every chance that he can to wear his cowboy boots that he got for Christmas we both have acoustic like guitars and we've talked about learning some country songs and doing duets on them um he asked me to like give him a bunch of recommendations for his country playlist that he made I think he called it boots beer and whiskey I don't know what he called it he called it something he had some funny name for his country playlist anyways he had me send him some and he put some of them on there and he didn't put some of them on there so I was like kind of offended but you know whatever I think I listened to very different styles of country compared to him because to him like Johnny Cash is country, but we both like Luke Combs, so that's, like, a good, you know, thing for us to listen to together. We both really like Beautiful Crazy, and we'll sing that. Um, I actually was watching the Cowboys football game, not that I ever really watched football, but I it was on, on Thanksgiving, and I was drawing with my sister, and it was on, and Luke Combs was the halftime show, and I got so excited. I was like, oh my goodness, he started singing beautiful crazy he sang one of his songs his newer songs can't remember it was but it was a more upbeat one and then he sang beautiful crazy so I got to hear beautiful crazy live on tv so that was pretty cool I got so excited for that guys um but that was on Thanksgiving and I had already heard that song a few months ago um but I don't know it's just, it was it was special to hear it live on TV. I know it's not, like, live in person, but, you know. He was, my brother was really wanting to see him, but I don't think he's coming anywhere near us, really. So, um, unless he wants to drive or something, but I don't, I don't know. I don't want to do that. Anyways, there's some, like, big country music fest thing. And... <laughs> We both talked about, like, going, but it's, like, sold out. So, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's kind of a drive, too. But anyways, country music is kind of fun. Um, Honestly, you just have to find the right types because it's actually kind of a diverse genre, just like how pop can be very different. I mean, so is country. So, like, my brother loves Johnny Cash. That's that's country, but I don't like Johnny Cash. If I'm going to listen to old country music, it's going to be Patsy Cline. Her country music wasn't really country music, but she was still considered country. Like, it didn't really sound country to me. It just sounded very 60s-like. Just, you know, the overall, like, regular 60s standard genre of music. Like, I guess, I don't even know what you would call that. But... Because it wasn't pop. Pop wasn't invented then. So I don't know what that would really be called. But a lot of people just put that underneath the oldies category. Because I guess that's... They don't have a name for it. Anyways, Patsy Cline was considered a country artist. Though I got to see Patsy Cline's museum. 
and Johnny Cash's museum whenever we were in Nashville a few years ago, uh, my dad and I, and it was pretty cool. Johnny Cash was on the bottom. So many people were in there, and then at the top was Patsy Klein Museum. You had to pay to go. It wasn't like you could pay once to go to both. You had to pay twice, so it was it was kind of, you know... I guess maybe because people didn't want to pay to see Patsy Klein's museum. Like, that's why people didn't go in there. But I'm pretty sure my dad and I were the only one in the museum. It was kind of sad. But I personally really like Patsy Klein. Probably one of my favorite artists from the 60s. Um, I have a Patsy Klein record. Super fun to play because it's just kind of... Playing oldies on a record is just 10 times more special. Because, like, I can play my Taylor Swift vinyl but it's not going to feel the same. That's another thing. Like, okay, a highlight from last month was I got um, a Taylor Swift vinyl record of Fearless, Taylor's version, so her new version. Well, her newer version of Fearless, the Fearless album. So I just, the first few days I of, like, owning that, I just was playing it all on repeat. I've been kind of trying to, like limit the amount of time that I um listen like amount of times I listen to it because I want to like preserve it because I grew up with that album I know those songs so well like I could sing them in my sleep so it's kind of like okay maybe I should like try not to listen to them that often I've told a few people this story but my dad's favorite movie is Back to the Future, well, one of his favorite movies, um, and he was like, I don't want to ever own it on DVD, I don't want to ever own it on a streaming service, I just don't, because having an easy access to a movie, like, you'll just watch it whenever, and you, it won't feel the same, because you start, if you start watching, like, this is his mindset, I'm the total opposite, he's like, if you get something and you love it so much, you'll just watch it all the time and then you'll get burnt out of it and it won't feel the same. So he waits until he's like scrolling through channels on TV and it's just on randomly and you know it's like halfway through or it just started or it's at the end and he'll, then he'll watch it. So I think it's kind of funny because I think the only time he's really watched it on a streaming service is when my brother wanted to watch them since he had seen them. So... Yeah, basically, first two are okay. I'm pretty sure there's a third one. That one's awful. Same thing for the Karate Kid films. I have only seen the first one. I wanted to watch the second one and the third one before they took it off Netflix, but that did not happen. Um, I was trying to finish, I think it was like in November. It was around Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, because my sister watched all three of them. And I was like, no fair, because I had seen the second, I'd seen the first one, I've seen parts of the second one, but I hadn't seen the second or third one all the way through. So I was like, I really need to watch those. Of course, sometime in November or beginning of December, they had taken them off. And by the time I actually was like, oh, I should watch these, it was gone. I could rent them and I would, but they're just not as good as the first one. And I kind of know the premise of both of them. So I'm like, do I really want to spend my time doing that? I don't know. I really just like the first one a lot. And I, you know, have been watching Cobra Kai. Still need to finish season four. Season four is not that great right now. Like, honestly, Cobra Kai was great at the beginning. I was obsessed at the beginning. First two seasons, pretty good. 
come season, end of season two, beginning of season three onward, it's just been horrible. It's been horrible. And I've only been watching it just because, like, I just want to know what they're doing next with it. Like, it's, at this point, I just laugh at the show. Like, I know that sounds bad, but my dad and I have talked about how it's, like, a poorly written fan fiction that they decided to produce as a show. And Ralph Macchio even was like, how much longer is this going to go on for? Like, even he's kind of like, "Eh, are we really going to keep making this show? So I'm pretty sure they're on for another season or two after this. So we'll see. But even Ralph Macchio is kind of getting a little burnt out, which is quite funny because he's like one of the main stars in that. He's literally the karate kid. So it's like, maybe even he doesn't like it. So it makes me feel a little bit better for giving it hate. So if you have a different opinion, I'm not judging you for that. I just feel like it's starting to get really bad and you can predict everything that's going to happen. At the beginning, it was just so funny. When you got to see more of Miguel and Johnny's like interactions with each other, that was the good stuff. Um, but now they have all these do- they have I mean, it's just constant dojo rivalry even admits the people that like decided to combine dojos like it's just it's just so much unnecessary conflict and I really feel like they could be taking it in different directions in a better direction but they're not and they're just drawing out so much stuff so I personally am not a big fan of Cobra Kai um at the moment the beginning of the show is good I would watch the first season over and over again because it's that good and it's that funny and I, I really just want to say the only two characters in the show that I could stand was Miguel and Johnny. Those are the only two characters. And still the only two characters I can kind of stand, but the, sometimes they get on my nerves. I'm just, like, a lot of the characters annoy the heck out of me. Like, Robbie annoys me so much now. Sam annoys me so much now. So does Tori. Hawk at one point annoyed me for a while, but he doesn't really anymore. It's just... So many characters in that show just make you want to pull your hair out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I guess it's in in some aspects that shows you that the show's well done, I guess, in a way. Because you feel frustrated with these characters, but... It's not a good frustration. Like there's sometimes, like sometimes I'll feel that when I'm watching certain movies and shows and and maybe reading a book or something. But this is like bad frustration. Like I just don't even like these characters at all. Never have. It's like, and it's like, I don't want to feel that way about the characters, but I just do. I can't help it. Really, I don't know. So it's been kind of a struggle, but haven't really been watching that. The only show I've been watching recently is All Creatures Great and Small. I've talked about that before, guys. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I just don't really talk about it at a time because it's just like one of those little secret gems. And it's like I want to preserve that. And it's just kind of a special thing for my family. And I just sit down and watch every Sunday. My brother doesn't watch it. We occasionally make him join us, but, you know, he just doesn't. Sometimes we'll be like at he'll be he won't be home and so we'll just watch it because like you know he doesn't really care but um yeah season two is out right now we don't have the premium membership for pbs so 
we're we're waiting every Sunday for those new episodes to come out for free, which is honestly exciting though, because if you're left on a cliffhanger, like it just kind of gets you through the week. It's just such a wholesome show. Totally recommend it. They also made an older version that had like an older. So there's an older version of the show, like the original version of the show that came out. Maybe I want to say seventies, eighties, maybe. Um, could be getting that wrong though. Um, but it was on. It was like a BBC drama, and they had many seasons of it. So, um, if you've already seen all of season one and two of All Creatures Great and Small, and you still want to get your fill of All Creatures Great and Small, I'd recommend watching the original version of the show or getting the book. Um, James Harriet has books like the the actual guy because it's based off of a real um, vet, a real Scottish vet. He has books, a ton of books that he's written about um, his life, um, the people, um, you know, his experience with, you know, animals, like farm animals, um, and I don't know, it's great, and if you're looking for an even better thing to, um, I guess get your fill of all creatures great and small then go on audible if you have audible and you have the credits and stuff i sound like i'm being sponsored or something i'm not at all (laughs) i don't have enough like listeners for this guys i could be sponsored but i just not um i just don't have the energy and i don't really like big things or like big social media stuff I like to keep things small with the people I know that would actually appreciate and listen to what I have to say if that makes sense anyways audible has um if you use one of their credits um one of your credits that you get I think you even get like two when you first start out or if you do a free trial I can't remember but if you have a membership you you can use one of your credits normally you get like one credit per month or something to get a book you can exchange things in and you can get a credit back so i'm just i'm just throwing out how it works in case you're curious anyways you can use your credit and you can get one of james harriet's books um i would recommend just getting all creatures great and small i think that's what it's called but he has like there's different names for him and the actor can't remember his name um the actor who plays james in all creatures great and small like the new show, the new version of the show, he is the one who does the audiobook for it on there. So it's fun because you get to hear, like, the current James Harriet in the show, um, you know, reading the book that the original James Harriet wrote. And it's just so good. It's so, the book is so well done. Like, I have, I've been taking it, like, in, like, small little chunks because I really want to enjoy it. But I really just want to go back and listen to the whole thing. And I think I will. Um, but I just got, I kind of forgot about it. I think what what happened is as soon as we finished season one last year, around this time last year, well, it was like towards the end of February, I want to say, I just got so depressed. I was like, what am I going to watch now? Like that just made, I guess, like a lot of the beginning of last year, which is also kind of rough, like just happier like it gave me something to look forward to and so whenever that was over I was like what am I gonna do next and so I kind of like had to 
force myself to forget about it so I wouldn't keep thinking about it. But anyways, I think now that I'm like, okay, I can think about it. The show is on, like it's running. We have like maybe two or three episodes. I want to say maybe three episodes left that they still have to release or something. I think there's seven total. So, you know, it's not over yet. So I really want to try and read the book. And I think that reading the books or listening to them on Audible, that would be something fun to just have on hand when I have free time because it's relaxing. It's so relaxing, guys. And there's more Christian aspects, I feel like, in the book um, than there are in the show. But I still like how the show has that and it incorporates that. I just love it so much, guys. <laughs> so those are kind of what I've been watching, um, what I've been listening to. Haven't really been doing a ton of watching anything. Um, if I watch stuff, it's like sometimes funny things on YouTube or um, rewatching like parts of my favorite movies. I did watch. Okay. Whenever we were traveling, I was able to find time to watch a movie. I did it, like, in two segments, though, like, halfway, and then the next, well, I guess two days later, I finished the second half. Anyways, it's not even a long film. I just didn't, my attention span wasn't that great, and we were traveling. So, I watched Christmas with the Cranks. I just really love Christmas movies. Christmas movies put me in a really good mood, and technically, in the traditional Latin mass world, um, the last day of Christmas was two days ago, so it's pretty awesome that you can celebrate Christmas all the way up until Candlemas in the traditional Latin Mass church in the calendar. So I had my Christmas tree up until then, and then that day, Candlemas, it was, I think it was Wednesday, yeah, I replaced my tree with um some chrysanthemums I can't even say like chrysanthemums there we go um that I got from Trader Joe's it it came with a a pot already so that made me really happy they're looking pretty healthy so far I watered them this morning um so the soil is nice and moist but not like too moist so it's good um, I've been trying to make sure that they get sunlight. That did not happen yesterday, though, because it was so cold outside. And we lost power that <laughs> I was like, no, we got to try to get as much warmth in this house as we possibly can. And that meant keeping the blinds shut. So, yeah, it just wasn't really a sunny day yesterday. Super dark and cold and gloomy but today's been a lot better um much much better than yesterday for sure sun's been out um it's not it hasn't been as cold everything's starting to melt which is sad but it's all good um but anyways so um I adopted a plant (laughs) And that makes me really happy. It's kind of like, okay, spring is coming soon. There's, there's, there's growth around the corner. And so that's why I kind of wanted to buy a plant. And it just felt right to replace my Christmas tree in my room with a plant. And it gives me something 
to look at on my desk and it gives me something that I can take care of and I don't know it's just it's pretty it's really really pretty it's really small like all the little flowers are small and delicate and really rosy pink I don't know it just makes me happy so if you're sad that Christmas is over get some flowers put them on your desk make sure you can see them make sure they're getting sunlight and take care of them I don't know it just makes you it makes you happy okay what else oh let's talk about some other stuff too so um I guess I should tell y'all my current favorite um beverage just in snacks and random stuff because I don't know why but I like when people talk about those things because it gives me ideas for trying new things if that makes sense um one of my one of someone I met recently um she drinks this um type of like not milkshake smoothie that she makes every day not every day but almost every day she's telling me about it she gets like this frozen like tropical fruit mix that has like um pineapple I think it's like papaya maybe mangoes and stuff and then she'll add like bananas to it I think as well and then she has um these v8 drinks that she'll put in there like specific flavors and she'll blend it up and she just feels like it gives her that kind of caffeine boost without like caffeine caffeine you know what I mean because I think it just makes her feel like energized without feeling like jittery and sluggish after having it because sometimes that'll happen with coffee and I was like oh my gosh that happens to me Like, it makes me extremely jittery, and it feels like I just have too much energy, and then I can't really concentrate and stay on tasks, and then I feel extremely sluggish. Like, I just, I have a caffeine crash. So, I have to be very careful about, like, how much caffeine I drink. So, I've been trying to not drink coffee, and if I do, it's decaf, and I've told you guys that, but I've been trying to drink matcha lattes. I don't know if I told you guys how I make those, but... I'll get the matcha green tea powder and I'll get like about half a teaspoon of that because it's pretty strong. Sometimes I'll get a full teaspoon depending on how strong I want it. Um, The packaging says like half teaspoon, but you can do more if you want, especially if you're making it like a bigger serving because sometimes I like like having something to sip on other than water throughout the day. So I will do that and I'll heat up some hot water in my electric kettle. And I'll make sure it's not too hot, though, because you don't want to scorch it, if that makes sense. Like, if it's too hot, it might become bitter. Um, And it's not like a tea bag where you can stop brewing it. It's like just this really high concentrated green tea powder. So you have to be careful about that. So just don't make sure it's like scorching hot. Just make sure it's kind of boiled. It's kind of bubbly. Then you can um, pour almost like a shot of it like you would have like a shot of espresso it's kind of what I do is like a shot or a little bit or a little bit more maybe two shots um of like green tea in the water um and then I'll let that kind of cool down a bit 
and I'll put some agave nectar in it instead of honey. I like agave nectar, and I probably put about a spoonful of that in there. Um, sometimes a little bit more if I'm craving something sweet, but it's healthier than, you know, just straight up sugar. Um, and I have like a slight sensitivity to honey, so it's just, it's healthier for my body to process agave nectar, and I really like it. Um, I'll put it in coffee, I'll put it, like, whenever I have it, I'll put it, um, sometimes to sweeten up, like, oatmeal, you can do it for your tea, I really like it for my matcha lattes, and then I'll shake up some of my cold, um, because I normally drink my matcha lattes cold, so I'll shake up some of my cold oat milk, currently my favorite type of oat milk is from Whole Foods, it's their Whole Foods brand called 365, it's so good, so creamy, um, it tastes kind of like almond milk, but it's not, the reason I wasn't having almond milk is because one, I got so burnt out on almond milk, and two, I found out that I had, like, a slight sensitivity to almonds a few months ago, like, I can eat them, but it's just not the best thing, like, my body doesn't really like it that much, so I was like, okay, because I was trying to stay off of almonds at that time period, I was like, maybe I should try oat milk, so, tried oat milk, I love oat milk so much, guys, like, there's, like, no turning back, now, I'll occasionally have, like, some milk here and there, but it's always oat milk for me, and, um, like, I'll still eat stuff with dairy, but I'm trying to get off of dairy and gluten, and I kind of talked about that as some of my goals that I wanted to do, and I might have told you all about how I make my matcha lattes, but I make them cold, even though it's cold outside still, like, I've been making them cold, because sometimes I tend to be hot um, in the morning, and whenever I, because, like, I'll work out and whatnot, so I tend to feel kind of hot when I'm starting the day, and I'll have my blinds open and the sun shining, so it's kind of like, okay, I like having my cold beverages. I kind of like iced coffee better than warm coffee. It just depends. Unless I'm outside playing in the snow or going ice skating or something, then it's like, okay, I have to have a warm beverage. You know what I mean? But I kind of opt more for the iced beverages. It makes me just feel, I don't know. I just feel better when I drink them like that. Anyways, so I'll get my green tea my matcha green tea powder, the water, and the agave nectar. Make sure that's all whisked up really nice and well because sometimes green tea can be a little grainy and so can oat milk. So it's like you have to really make sure all of it's stirred or shaken up really nicely. So just make sure you do that. And then um, I'll pour in my oat milk. I usually add quite a bit. And then I'll put some ice cubes and I'll put my straw and my lid and all that kind of stuff on. And it's like my favorite thing to drink in the mornings. And it's healthy. And matcha powder goes a long way, guys. If you get like a decent sized package of it, it goes a long, long way. And it has a good shelf life. Just make sure it's organic and all that kind of stuff because it's better for you. Um, you know, it's not as processed and stuff. And green tea is just your body, like it's caffeinated for sure. It's a decent amount of caffeine, but your body processes it better. Processes processes it better, man. But it's not gonna make you feel as jittery and sick, because um, coffee is quite acidic, and that's kind of why people feel that way. Like it bothers their stomach and stuff. But green tea isn't acidic, and it's just filled with so many antioxidants 
Um, and because it has those properties, it's just, it's better for you. It's better for your health and for your skin, all those things. So if you're looking for a beverage to kind of have that, you know, you feel like you're getting caffeine, but some health benefits as well, you can kind of customize it just like coffee, but it's not going to bother you like coffee, I highly recommend matcha. And people are kind of turned off by it at first. They think, oh my gosh, that green drink, like it kind of tastes, I don't know, leafy-like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you make it right, or if you get it somewhere that makes it right, they'll grow on you. At first, I was like, this is kind of gross, but I have found my way around it and there are certain places I will get matcha lattes at because I know that they make them well like just don't get a matcha frap from Starbucks like just don't don't do that like I mean if you want to you can but I'm telling you just try something at home or go to a local place ask them how they make it um you know ask them if they can I don't know make it a certain way but basically it's just fun it's one of my favorite beverages currently and it kind of gets me started and makes me feel a little bit more productive and like I can focus in the morning don't get me wrong it still has caffeine in it so it will make me a little jittery but it's not that bad at all most of the time I just feel like that in general in the morning I tend to feel anxious pretty much most of the day every day now so it's like I can't tell if it's particular like if it's certain things causing it or if it's just my body because most of the time it can be your body lacking certain things or producing too much of a certain hormone or something and that's why you can start to feel a little sick or a little off if that makes sense so just being aware of that has made me feel a little bit better like it's not like I feel physically better but it does make me feel a little bit mentally like I guess more in a good mental mindset when I think about it because it's like okay there's there's just something wrong within my body right now that's just just off and that's okay like nothing is really triggering it like you could be in the comfort of your home and you can feel anxious like it just happens to people and most of the time it can really just be a biological thing so that's something that just knowing that makes you feel a little bit better because you're like okay am I anxious because this thing's coming up or you know so just kind of knowing that has made me feel okay like this feeling sucks right now but at least you're aware of it and you can be like okay I'm feeling this way because it might be this, you know? I don't know. It just happens, guys. It it just does, and it sucks. Um, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Like, that kind of, that pit-in-your-stomach type feel. You're not really sure why you feel that way. Just anxious. I don't know. You You know what I'm talking about. If you've experienced it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I could share with y'all. Um, I don't know. I've been trying to eat a little bit healthier. So if I'm craving something sweet, I've been opting for like gluten-free snacks. I know, guys, like just because it's gluten-free, 
it doesn't mean it's healthy for you. Like, a lot of that stuff is still processed. It still has a lot of sugar, carbs, but you can find good, healthy, gluten-free sweets or snacks that aren't like that, that are still really good and really filling. So, the ones like that are normally things that have a lot of superfoods or just have a lot of basic ingredients and they basically are what they are. Like, I don't know, very basic ingredients. Um, but there are these bars I really like and I know they're just going to be a huge lifesaver like in the future when I'm on the go like I'm I mean I'm I'm on the go and doing busy stuff but like I know later this year there are going to be days where I am going to struggle to find time to like make something but I need something that's filling and that's not going to make me feel sick or anything and I will definitely be opting for the perfect bars. That's what they're called, the perfect bar, I think. And they have different flavors, but my favorite is the peanut butter chocolate chip one because it really just tastes like you're eating peanut butter chocolate chip cookie dough, but it's not like sickening and it's all made out of superfoods. Super healthy, super real, tastes super good, super good for you. Um, they're better cold, and I think they actually are supposed to be refrigerated just because they are made with superfoods, and so you want to preserve those ingredients. They'll have a longer shelf life if they're in the fridge, so highly recommend them. I think they have them at, like, Walmart. Maybe not every Walmart has it, but I'm pretty sure they have them at Walmart, in Target, and Whole Foods probably has them, but I don't know. My favorite is the peanut butter chocolate chip bar. Super good, super soft, and it's just really settling on the stomach. Has a lot of protein in it. Highly recommend. So if you're looking for a good bar that's just not overly sweet and sickening, because like Cliff bars really are, guys. Like so many people think Cliff bars like are good protein bars to have on the go, but they're pure sugar. And I think it's really funny because kind bars called them out on that in a commercial um i don't know so kind bars are a lot better for you than cliff bars so if you're wanting a little bit of a different bar to try try kind bar those are really good also have pretty basic ingredients but they're still filled with a lot of sugar and a lot of just random ingredients you're like what is this i can't pronounce it and that's kind of concerning. The older I get and the more research I do in the food industry world, the more I'm like, I don't want to eat food that has ingredients that I can't even pronounce in it because that's sketchy. And the United States is really known for that. Just having all those additives and preservatives and things that are unnecessary. And you could have the same bag of chips like in another country, like the same brand, like like in England, their their Lay's potato chips have are literally just like potatoes, oil, salt. <laughs> it's like basically simple ingredients. You look at a Lay's potato chip in the U.S. and it has all these preservatives and additives. It's just, it's horrible. And you can see why our nation is really known for having diabetes, like heart conditions, like all these health problems. So... You just gotta be careful, guys. Like, the older I get, the more I'm interested in those type of things, and I really try to take a holistic approach to my lifestyle. And I just feel better and in a happier mood when I do so, because knowing what I'm putting into my body 
um, what I'm, the products that I'm using, even if it's skincare or, um, any of that kind of stuff is super duper important to me. Um, and if you're really looking for like good skincare products and you're not sure if those ingredients are safe or not, I highly recommend this site called Cost DNA. So it's C-O-S DNA. And guys, it's amazing. Like people will, go in there and they'll tell you whether or not the ingredients are safe for your skin, whether or not they're going to cause irritation or acne, and they'll show them on a scale of 1 to 10. If it's a 1 or so, you're like, okay, it there could be a slight chance that it might cause some irritation or um, it might not be the safest thing for your skin or it might cause acne, but if it's like higher up on that scale of and it's like in 8 or 10, 8 or 9 or 10, it's really not a safe ingredient. And even having one or two of those ingredients can make a difference in the long run because that could really trigger you, especially if it's towards the top of the list because I've been told that the ingredients listed at the top are usually of the highest concentration or like the most amount. So for example, like you, I don't know, you look at some packaged cookie or whatever and the first ingredient might be sugar or something like that. That usually just means that that's the one, that's the ingredient that there's the most of um, in that product or in that food or whatever. So just some general food and skincare safety knowledge for you guys. I was studying health today, my health science, and it was talking about the food, cosmetics, and something act and how they're supposed to make sure that things are limiting the amount of preservatives and stuff that they have. And I'm like, they're not even doing that anymore, guys. I'm like, they're doing that? But they're like, how many preservatives can we get away before, um, you know, this act will be like, you guys, you might need to, like, we might need to take this off the market. You know, It's just kind of concerning. And it's like, okay, do they really care? Like, no, not really. <laughs> they're not doing too much. Um, to stop that from happening. Anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting because I've been doing a lot of research in skincare products and food and nutrition and um, I'm seeing a wellness off. I'm like going to a wellness office now and stuff. So all these things are just really important to me, things that I'm working on this new year. And I'm glad that I'm doing so, trying to make sure that I'm taking good specific supplements and vitamins for what I might be needing and looking at my deficiencies and whatnot and having that kind of stuff is is just important and it's good to have that checked and whatnot every now and then so as much as I hate blood draws and you guys might hate blood draws, they are really good for helping you to be able to tell, you know, if you have certain just deficiencies or certain um autoimmune disorders and whatnot because it's a lot more common than people think and people just kind of want to just kind of toughen up and endure their pain or numb it with a lot of stuff and it's just not healthy um in the long run it's just better and safer for you to try to find healthier alternatives if it's possible i know it's hard because trying to stay healthy is expensive um but it can't, it doesn't have to be that way. And I'm trying to find my, my, um, my own ways of making it easier and cheaper and whatnot, because, you know, being younger, it's just, I don't know. I think the earlier, earlier you start 
treating your body well and putting like feeding it with good stuff putting on good stuff like skincare and all that all that stuff it's gonna help you in the long run you know you will have less health issues in the future and I think because I didn't live the healthiest lifestyle growing up no kid really does everybody is pumped with sugar your body does start to retaliate at some point and you might not even realize it but it it does like my brother I mean he didn't eat like a ton of gluten growing up but he started building up an intolerance to it which he didn't have for the longest time until a few years ago and he had to go gluten-free and we had to like totally clear his gut and it was I was hard for him it's hard watching him go through that but I think you know, even us trying to opt for healthier meals, and it changed our mindset, and, you know, we've been trying to do that ever since, and, you know, we, we fall into areas where we fall short, and everybody does, and it's hard, like, we made chocolate chip cookies today, like, you know, it's not like you are totally robbing your body of all the good and all the bad, um, because you just need to find balance, for it all. My mom constantly reminds me in all things in life to remember moderation is key. It truly is when it comes to everything. You know, how much time you spend on social media, how much time you spend, you know, doing certain things and activities or in taking certain contact content or um, in taking certain foods or drinks. Like, everything should be done in moderation. God tells us to do that. You know, he wants us to enjoy ourselves but he wants us to take care of ourselves and he doesn't want us to overindulge in certain things. So just know that we as human beings are prone to overindulge without even realizing it a lot in so many aspects of our life. Like overindulging doesn't just mean like food and alcohol. It means, you know, TV. It means social media. Just like I feel like our society has gotten to a point where our attention spans are so little because we constantly have to be entertained all the time we're constantly scrolling to the next post the next thing that we think is is good but basically it's just this whole big consumerism thing um and in my economics class last semester we talked about that a little bit and how especially around christmas time and the holidays it's just a huge huge consumerism mindset like basically from November all the way till I mean it happens all year round but really just from all November to January ish it's just like consumer months like it's insane but you know again moderation is key there is there are still like things that we should allow ourselves to enjoy like just because I'm trying to live a healthier lifestyle because I know it's better for me in the long run and I know it's going to help me in all aspects of my life like mentally and physically um and even spiritually and like helping me realize that our bodies are temples for the Holy Spirit and we need to be taking care of ourselves like God does not want us to be you know treating our bodies poorly um or wasting our time scrolling through social media and whatnot like learning to detox and take things in moderation is so important because we often forget about that and I think the more that I've practiced it and I've been challenging myself to do it um the more I have felt like I'm healing and I'm growing and I 
am learning in so many aspects of my life. And it's really encouraging because now I am getting to a point where I feel like, okay, it is possible. It is definitely possible to to live a good, healthy lifestyle and find healing in so many aspects. You know, you don't have to feel as hopeless all the time. And as I've been struggling with a lot of different um, conditions and different things that I have been discovering, um, especially this past month or two, it's just helped me realize that, you know, there is so much beauty in suffering and in the pain. Um, I really was just praying about that this afternoon, um, about how God uses suffering for good. And it's just something that has really been on my mind today or even last night. And it's kind of crazy because this time last week, I was in a really, really dark place. So seeing how God can really heal, can really work wonders is just amazing. He's a good, good God. You know, he provides and he loves and he wants to be there for us. He wants to care and he wants us to realize that he's our best friend. And I've been feeling lonely in a lot of aspects of my life recently. And I've been struggling a lot because, you know, sometimes you think that particular people are going to be in your life for a long time. You think, oh, this person, we have so much in common. Like, I'm, I'm really excited that I'm getting to know them because there was a few people I was getting to know better. Um, and then I realized, okay, our friendship's getting nowhere. Like, if it's one-sided. So realizing stuff like that is hard. It's heartbreaking. And I, the other day, I just really sat and prayed and thought about it, especially today when it was just in last night when it was really bothering me. And I was like, you know, Allie, you can love people. You can try really hard to be friends and put yourself out there, but not everyone's going to want to be friends with you. Not everyone's going to stay. Not everyone is going to agree with you, and that's okay. So at the end of the day, it's really just realizing that God will use you to do good and to love others and to be a good example, but that doesn't mean that you have the, the, the ability or the, um, I guess, the duty to like be there for everyone all the time or make people like you or anything like that just being you is enough and if the people in your life I I guess if the people in your life can't realize that and can't appreciate that then they're not worth your time like I know that's that that hurts and it's hard it's a hard pill to swallow and it kind of is something you just kind of want to you know, not really acknowledge. There is so much beauty in in letting go and surrendering people over to God because I realized, you know, there's certain people that just aren't going to stay. Certain people that I thought cared that didn't. And certain people that do care so deeply 
and want to be there. You know, there's just all these different levels of friendships and relationships that we go through throughout our lives with various people, and it's all beautiful. It's all valid. It's all a part of life. It's a part of growing up. And I think it's just realizing that, you know, at the end of the day, I'd rather be hated for loving than hated for not loving. That's something that, it's a quote I made up the other day, and I was like, huh, I kind of like that. I'd rather be hated for loving than hated for not loving. So keep loving. If people hate it, that's their problem. It's not It's not yours, but it's not your duty to <laughs> make someone like you. Like, you shouldn't have to change yourself. You shouldn't have to force yourself. Just be you, and that's enough. And I, I can't stress that enough. Go watch Dear Evan Hansen and listen to the musical. <laughs> you'll understand what I mean that has helped me through a lot um been there for me for the past five six years not even kidding um and then getting to see that this past year in theaters just uh man I was an emotional wreck afterwards guides but highly recommend um because it really stresses that theme and it's so beautiful it's so raw it's so true it's something that you know, you just got to realize, and it hurts sometimes to realize those things, but God will send you the right people when the right time comes, and sometimes he wants us to go through periods where we're confused, and we're a little lonely, and we're a little lost, and realize that he's our best friend. He wants to get to know us. He wants to love us, He's closer to us than anyone ever could be because he knows our life. Like, he knows your whole life story before you will ever be able to know what you're going to do with your life, you know? So why don't we trust him? Why don't we let him lead? Why don't we let him be our best friend? I love how I said I was going to keep this really short and sweet again, and I didn't. But I guess there's just so many things I wanted to catch you guys up on, so many thoughts that I was like, oh my gosh, this is like an hour long, um, oops, so I probably should be ending it soon, but let's talk about some happier things, um, and I mean, I've talked about some deep stuff, but I've also talked about some happy, funny stuff at the beginning, but we'll just close it out with some happy, weird, random stuff, so what other stuff has been going on in my life? I want to say that this is super funny, <laughs> Maybe some other girls can relate to this, but I've been having, like, major baby fever. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Ladies, you see an adorable child, and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to get married and have a child right now. Like, right now. That's kind of how I've been feeling a lot recently. Well, over these past few months, but let's be real. It's very well a thing. Some girls are like, no, I have no desire to have any kids. I don't care. I'm not going to think about that for many years. But here I am being like, all I want to be is a simple housewife, like right here, right now. And I'm like, but I can't do that because one, I am kind of young. And two, um, I don't have a man. <laughs> so that ain't possible right now. But it's all the more reason to keep on praying, keep on trusting, keep on putting myself out there and discovering new things about myself. So, yeah, just kind of 
been feeling that oh my gosh the amount of like baby pictures and videos and different things that I've been (laughs) watching and looking at recently to make me happy is kind of crazy um but I don't know it's just kind of fun though I'm one of those people who goes on Pinterest and has those like happily ever after boards like that's not what mine's called though my um well it's actually called love laughter and happily ever after that's what I call my board but oh my gosh I'll pin like all the cute house decorations and um all like the mom tips and the cute baby clothes and all those things I genuinely find that stuff just adorable and so fun to look at and organize and plan and the wedding pictures and the engagement photos like y'all I already have a vision for my future house I already have a vision for my future wedding all that stuff so and and an engagement shoot and y'all I'm excited I'm excited and it's hard to be patient when you know that you have your this deep desire in your heart for something like that and you're like man I might not have that for quite some time. So it's like, how can you be content with where you're at right now if you know where you want to be and you know you're not going to get there anytime soon? But you also have to keep in mind that like that might not be a part of God's plan for your life, which is hard. But also know that with, if God puts a certain desire on your heart, he puts it on your heart for a reason. And that's something that I have realized too, is like, okay, if God has put this desire on my heart to be a housewife, to be a mother, something that I've wanted to do since I was a baby. I would literally push around every baby doll I could ever find in our house. I would, you know, try on my mom's heels. I would walk around with her cell phone. I would have sunglasses on. I would have, my mom had to give me like these pretend car keys and like some kid lipstick, all these things. Cause all I wanted to be when I was little was a mom. <laughs> that's all I wanted to be. I wanted to be mom and I wanted to be a wife. Like it's all I wanted to be when I was little. And I just constantly wanted to take care of things, constantly wanted to, you know, just put like others before myself. Like, I just was so excited to become a big sister. So excited. I literally potty trained my brother, which is so funny to say, um, just because he was too stubborn for my parents, and I was just like, no, I can do it, so I did it, (laughs) and I would help change my sister's diapers, like, I was practicing to be a mom since I was, like, born, basically, and looking back, like, all of that was so fun to me not once did I think oh my gosh this is horrible it all was attractive the struggle was attractive to me it was beautiful because it was all an example of self-sacrificial love and that's all I wanted to learn how to live like you know it's something we all should be trying to strive towards and I feel like the greatest way for me to do that is by becoming a wife and a mother by putting others before before me um and it always just seems so attractive to me um but 
I think what really made me realize that even further was taking a bioethics class about two years ago um, and just learning about a little bit about natural family planning and a little bit about just the human body and, um, you know, the ability that a female has to grow a human inside of them and bring that human into the world and the the love of a family and um how god allows like a man and a woman to come together and to become one like all of that was just so so beautiful to me and um just how complimentary um men and women are and how that needs to be preserved in this day and age in a culture that wants that to be viewed as something that is wrong that's old timey that's not right and um same thing for like saving yourself for marriage like now that's a topic that people are like no like that that's that's wrong that's so vintage no guys that's not vintage any like so many people just have so many bad opinions about things that should be respected that should be normalized and they're just not and it's something I just get so fired up about and I'm just like oh so what do you do you go against the cultural norms and you showed these people that you can be happy and you can strive and you can live and you can grow and all these things by living in their so-called vintage ways you know like you don't have to follow all the progressives and things like you can go and do what you want to do if you want a home birth have a home birth you know people shouldn't judge you for that i feel like in this day and age there's like there's a right and a wrong way apparently for for parenthood and for motherhood and all that kind of stuff don't get me wrong there are certain things that every parent and stuff should be doing like it's kind of like yeah that's right and yeah that's wrong there's kind of those it's black stuff, there's black and white stuff, but, like, you shouldn't be judgy or making fun of people for wanting home births or wanting natural births or wanting to do things a certain way, but I've had people kind of judge me on my opinions about those things, but I'm not going to talk about my opinion about those things just because I like keeping that private and with people that I know have similar opinions as me, because then I won't be shut down. But yes, I have done a lot of thought and prayer about what it means to, you know, to be a wife and a mother and how I want to try to find ways to make myself be the best version of myself I can be right now in my singleness, my waiting, and what I'm doing right now in my life to prepare me for that. And it's beautiful that God allows us to do that, that he allows us to use the time we have right now to prepare us for a possible vocation in the future and it's never too you're never too young to do that either um you should always be praying you should always be discerning and um i don't know and talk to people and see people who are living that vocation out that you find so attractive and that you think god is calling you towards and for me like that was basically just you know watching my mom growing up Um, Being the oldest in my family, you know, trying new things, babysitting, tutoring, all those things that 
really just made me see the attractiveness of of being a wife, being a mother, and knowing what I needed to do to be the best one that I possibly could be and how important it was to pray about that um, and just to discern your future, but also not get so obsessed with the future. Like, that's where it gets difficult. That's where, like, baby fever is, like, a good and bad thing for me currently. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's kind of funny, but if you have baby fever too, let's talk about it. <laughs> and I will gladly talk about that with you if you're listening to this. And yeah, it's just kind of a funny thing. You know what I want to do is I want to go on the Urban Dictionary and look that up and see. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Urban Dictionary. It's just super funny. <laughs> you can look up names and it'll tell you what it means. We're going to look at mine. Oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> Allisons are gods who don't realize how precious they are and always underestimate themselves. They hide their true beauty and talents for the one that they fall in love with. Although she's always beautiful, she tries to keep it to herself and reserve herself for the one. She's had her trust broken before and won't bring her, um, her <laughs> wonders out until she has full trust within you hold on I'm trying to make sure there's nothing bad in this this is so funny I feel so flattered even though this random guy named Max put this in in 2011 on September 4th wait wait, there's quotes too she's got the light of love and, and far from the average girl who is she and where did she come from that's Allison, and you'll have to get to know her, and the answer will come to you. Interesting. Well, it kind of makes sense, because I personally, um, I do kind of try to hide away and be more of a private person around certain people. Um, oh, yeah, this part, I like this part, too. She has high standards and doesn't put up with fakes or lies. Allison sees right through them she loves to have a good time she treats everyone's problems as if they were her own if you come to her for advice she tries everything she can to solve them she loves to help everyone and cares for people even more than she cares for herself she's a sweetheart who can be sensitive at times where she feels helpless when allison's at her best she is so incredibly fun and fearless they're mysterious and have a lot more on their minds than you think they do she's the best friend you will ever have she puts everyone before herself and she will always understand everyone's problems no matter how strange they can be take care of your allison's because Oh, this is so sweet because she's a delicate flower full of undeniable beauty, love, care, passion, and sympathy. She's got your back even if it means making herself look like a fool. She'll always be there for you. Okay, that's sweet. Most of the time, they are so weird. Okay, honestly, some of these are are nice. (laughs) There's like conversations entered in that's weird. Guys, just go on Urban Dictionary and look up your name. It's funny. Or it's ridiculously sweet. And apparently this this guy named Max thinks that all Allisons are like that. And honestly, I'm flattered because I try to be that way. I really do. And I hope that somebody is able to see that too. Um, this enter, this 
somebody entered in cutest girl on earth and you always want to stay with her you want to save her someday and show you like her but you just can't okay (laughs) some of these are weird um usually has a mild punk emo scene look going on that she totally rocks well that ain't me apparently she's best friend and girlfriend material and also an emo freak (laughs) I don't know some of these are just are just sweet I haven't found any too weird ones yet apparently all all the Allisons are really loyal these people that entered in definitions about the name okay so I was gonna look up baby fever just because it might be really funny or it could be oh well this is basically an average definition of it a strong emotional urge to have a child commonly thought to be just for women however men get it as well This one has a bad word. I'm not going to say it, but it's funny. Mm, no, that's, that's inappropriate. Oh, that's funny. When an over 30-year-old couple sees babies, they just seem to want to have one. That's funny. are weird yeah the first one's like actually a genuine definition of it basically all of them are kind of similar i was gonna look up oh let's look up andrew garfield if you guys didn't know he's my current favorite celebrity at the moment oh i love this the bestest and only men ever source of serotonin funny um he's kind of a source one of my sources of serotonin so i agree um somebody defined him as the hottest man alive who is andrew garfield a celebrity that i would get on my knees for it's funny he's the most adorable sweet and funny human being on this earth this man is the owner of everyone's heart and he deserves the best Yeah, all of them are kind of like that. Let's look up Rob Lowe. He's one of my favorite celebrities from the 80s. A great actor for movies such as The Outsiders, St. Elmo's Fire, and About Last Night. <gasps> oh my goodness. Well, duh, we know that. Oh my gosh. We're not going to read this definition. That was, don't, yeah, that was bad. These are just horrible. They have such horrible things to say about him. He's not gay at all, guys. I don't know why people are saying that. Um, He's been happily married for many years and has two sons with his wife. 
You know, I really, really have so much respect for celebrities who stay with their wives, like, or with their husbands for a long time. Like, don't divorce or anything. Like, I just have so much respect for those people. Like, they automatically deserve, like, earn my respect and they deserve some sort of, like, award in the celebrity world. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they're aren't awards or something for celebrities being married that long because it's so funny but you'll hear stories about celebrities being married for literally like a week or a few months or not even like I don't know it's just it's it all cracks me up but it's all ridiculously sad at the same time so yeah just gotta pray for a lot of people in Hollywood everyone guys I think that's something people often forget that they can do is you can pray for celebrities like there are a lot of celebrities that are on dark paths and it sounds weird praying for them because you don't know them but like there's just you can pray for them (laughs) nothing wrong with that I've done that before it sounds weird but if there's like some celebrities that I find are just really inspiring and just have done really well in the films or I don't know music that they've done or whatever and have and like they almost have some sort of idea of Christianity or, like, morality and all that kind of stuff, but they're just not quite there yet. Like, there's nothing wrong with praying for them. I don't know. It sounds weird, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, let's see. Who else should I look up? Oh, let's look up Soda Pop Curtis. He's from The Outsiders. He's my favorite character from The Outsiders. Um, a character from The Outsiders, completely beautiful, he's gorgeous. Okay. (laughs) Agreed, but, um, Soda Pop Curtis, aka the hottest person on the planet, and it's the brother of Derry Curtis and Ponyboy Curtis. (laughs) These are funny. This person defines him as her future husband. He's 100% pure beauty. Being in Soda's presence would melt you because he is hotter than the sun. Oh my gosh. Guys. (laughs) This is a bit much. He's a fictional character, okay? Like, I have fictional characters that I like. Not, like, in a romantic way, you know what I mean? But, like, I just like them. They're good characters, good people. People I would want to be friends with if they existed. But, like, when people are like, oh, this fictional character is so hot, I'm like... How can a fictional character be hot if they're just book a book character or something? Like, if you're saying a fictional character's hot, most of the time you're referring to the actor, which, don't get me wrong, there are plenty of actors that I find are super attractive, but it just feels weird to talk about them that way, especially if they're married or they're older, and I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just, I don't know. It's funny. Um, let's look up The Outsiders and see what it has to say about that. Um, a book written in the 1960s by S.C. Hinton, and then, what? Oh, the grammar was weird. A then 15-year-old, actually she was 16 when she wrote it. Nice try, person. You were close. One of the most powerful novels of all time about a 60s gang of wrong side of the tracks, guys in the Southwest. Okay. Um, Interesting. It's not the Southwest. They're in the South. A good book, but fangirls will ruin it for you once they get a glimpse of young Matt Dillon. 
that's funny. Um, oh my gosh, they said that the book is good, but the movie has been ruined. Um, they're both equally good, guys. Book is better than movie, though, let's be honest. Okay, let's look up one last thing. Like, let's do Little Woman, because they don't have Little Woman. Do they? Hold on. (laughs) I have a typo, that's why. I put Little Woman. I did not put Little Woman Syndrome. It's not coming up (laughs) with the book. I had a feeling it wouldn't. Okay, um, I honestly think it's pointless spending time on the Urban Dictionary. I just thought it would be kind of fun to mess around on here with you guys, do something funny and random and lighthearted. Um, hmm, yeah, I don't really have any other thing I want to look up, but look up your name. It's funny and sweet, surprisingly sweet. I feel really touched and complimented by this boy named Max. I don't even know. But thank you, Max, wherever you are in the world. You've made me feel very loved and appreciated for trying to be a kind person and put myself out there and all the things. So, (laughs) oh, before I end this episode, I want to thank you for listening, especially if you're still listening this far into the show. You're the, you're just, you're the MVP. Um, and... I love you guys. I've been praying for you guys. I do have a book recommendation I want to give you guys. Um, I think I might have told you about the movie Finding You that I watched a while back. I love it. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Watch it. Super amazing movie, but it's actually based off of a book from the early 2000s called There You'll Find Me. You can get the book on Amazon. You'll probably get it at Half Price Books or something. I got it on Amazon um, this week, um, and it's so, so good, man, I, like, it's one of those books where it's, like, you just want to keep on reading it, and it's a rom-com, but it's a Christian rom-com, so it's, it's clean, um, it's funny, it's, it has, it talks about grief, so it's also really deep and heartfelt, and it felt kind of fitting for some things I've been going through, I feel like I relate a lot to the main character, and anytime I find a book where I really can just place myself in the main character's shoes in a lot of aspects, I tend to just fall in love with those stories, and they tend to be kind of comfort stories for me, so I personally am enjoying it so far. I highly recommend the movie. Some aspects of the movie can be a little cheesy at times, but just hold out. The ending makes me cry every single time. I know I'm gonna- I've already cried while reading the book. Well, okay, I take it back. It's not, like, the first scenes of the book or anything that I've cried, but it was, um, reading the dedication, the quote, and the prologue at the beginning of the book made me cry. So, that shows you how much the book has already touched me, and I really felt moved by the movie. Like, I've watched it two times now, and it's made me cry both times. So, I highly, highly recommend the movie and the book. You could read it first, or you could watch it first, but you can watch it for free if you have Amazon Prime. So, if you're looking for a good movie that's kind of lighthearted, rom-com, has some Christian themes in it, 
and it's about a foreign exchange student um, who was trying into, to get into this music school, um, but she didn't pass her audition, and she really needed to get the piece just right. In the book, I think she's just preparing for the audition. She just, she's, but in the movie, it seems like she didn't get the audition the first time, so she's taking a year or, well, not a year. I think she's taking, like, a semester to go study abroad. And when she's studying abroad in Ireland, like her brother did, um, you know, a few years previously, she's just rediscovering the places that he once loved and, and he once found a lot of peace and healing in and she's hoping she can find a lot of peace and healing in because she's been going through grief a lot of grief recently um and I know the author had dedicated this book to a loss in her life um that she experienced around the time that this book was about to be published so it sounded like it was going to be published before this loved one died but I'm not going to spoil that because if you get the book read the dedication read the quote at the beginning and read the prologue they're so moving made me cry um and I could just tell from that that it was going to be a really great book like I loved the movie but it was kind of cheesy in some areas and of course the book might be cheesy in some areas as well but it's such a there's really some deep Christian themes here um, and some themes that really should be talked more about, such as grief and um, the future, like struggling and, and being scared about the future, um, trying new things. Um, I don't know. I personally went through something, been going through something very similar to the main character, even had a music audition that I had to do last week. Um, so I think this character has been kind of somewhat of a comfort character of mine and it's just a really good story highly highly recommend I wanted to talk about that earlier in the episode when I was talking about movies and books and whatnot but I forgot about it I remembered it and I just wanted to share it with you guys because it's just a beautiful story so far um and honestly it's just a good Christian rom-com, so why not? Give it a chance. Rom-coms can be sometimes a little cheesy, but there's those heartfelt moments that are tearjerkers and that make you cry for no reason, but, like, it's worth it, so give it a try if you want to. Wanted to throw that out there because I'm always looking for ideas from, you know, new movies and books and new things and stuff to try, so I try to give that to you guys because who knows maybe you're looking for something too so check it out you can ask me about it I'd be happy to talk about any of these topics further or personally with you guys so just let me know your thoughts um I just really appreciate your support and for listening again if you have made it this far far into the episode Here's just a big virtual voice hug. I love you guys. Again, I'm praying for you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's great to talk to you guys again and to get my thoughts out there and what's been going on and things that I'm working on because we're all growing. And so much can change in short in such a short amount of time. 
And it's just important to breathe and to look back and to realize what's important. So not only was this episode like a a good catch-up and share time for you guys, like, you know, I could share about what's been going on and, you know, all the fun things, but it's also good for me too because it helps me to to just kind of take a break from the busyness of all the stuff that I need to be doing today and and sit with you guys and to relax and reflect on what what's been going on, reflect on some things I've been realizing and and going through and trying to battle with and realizing that there's just so much good that can come out of it all despite the struggle and despite the difficulties because God will will do wonders when we just come to him and we just trust in him and he wants us to come to him he wants us to realize that he's closer than our next breath he loves us dearly and he doesn't want us to feel lonely or broken or afraid um, or hurt or all those things, he wants us to find healing in him. So just hold on to that, guys. Remember that it's important to take care of yourself, to rest, especially this time of year, because it's it's just cold, people get sick, it's just people are trying so hard to, um, I guess, accomplish all their New Year's goals, and sometimes that just really gets them burnt out. Just do things in moderation. Again, moderation is key, and also remember that it's better to be love like it's better to be hated for loving than to be hated for not loving. You know, and Jesus said that we would be hated for his sake. And there's something so beautiful about that because I've been reading and studying the gospels recently for a theology class and when I thought about that, it's just such a powerful powerful thing to remember that we will be hated because of him. But if we push forward and we stand up for him and we just, we adore him and we love him and we we struggle for him, we will be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Like how beautiful is that? And St. Therese has a lot to say about that as well. So I would love to talk to you guys about that in another episode. I just will have to process my thoughts about that and do a little bit more reading to prepare myself for that but it's something that I've been trying to read up on and and to learn about and it's something that I too want to start reminding myself and practicing in my daily life um the little way is just oh so beautiful so attractive I love St. Therese's little way man I could do a whole podcast series about that maybe I will Maybe I will. And I already have a name in mind for it and everything. Oh my gosh, guys. Okay. That's a different topic for another day. But if you're interested in that, let me know. Because, yeah, I actually have a lot of thoughts about that currently. And I have a really cute, good name idea for it, too. Okay. Anyways, take care, guys. Thank you for listening. Stay warm. The whole country seems to be freezing at the moment, so stay warm. Um, Be careful when you're traveling, especially if the roads are kind of been icy or at least trying to thaw. And just remember you are deeply and wonderfully loved by God. He 
is a good, 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 good father. I cannot stress that enough. (laughs)